Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to mini episode 306 of Real Life Ghost Stories and I have three spooky stories for you today and the last story comes from the 29th of July 2023 and story number one comes from Elena. I've always believed in ghosts and growing up moving place to place I've experienced quite a few things. The house I grew up in was built in the 80s so it wasn't that old but there seemed to be multiple spirits lingering there some good and some bad. The TV and the radio would turn on by themselves and always to the Mexican stations or channels which we never used. Lights would turn on and off and sometimes things would fall off counters. After my cat died we would feel something rub up against our legs as cats do only to find my still alive cat across the room. Those were the harmless spirits that just liked to hang out. There was a dark energy that was there sometimes too. Of course, it seemed to like my room the most. At night, I would see shadow figures floating around my room, and I had a nightlight that lit up the room, so I know what I saw. I would see faces of an old man and a woman that were always angry, and they would appear most nights. I would sleepwalk constantly, and my mom told me later that I would say scary things during those sleepwalks and have full-blown panic attacks. I know this sounds like maybe just a kid who had bad dreams, but I wasn't the only one experiencing things. My older sister would often wake up and tell us how she felt like something had grabbed her in the middle of the night or she would have scratches on her body. My mom said she often heard voices and footsteps when she was home alone. All I know is the day we left that house, I stopped sleepwalking. Another experience happened at the next place we lived. This was a two-bedroom apartment and it was just me and my mom at this point. This entity I call the Curious Spirit. I was often alone in this apartment because my mother worked a lot then. I was never afraid to be alone here, but sometimes at night it was a little eerie. I always felt like something was watching me. Almost daily I would see the figure of a person out of the corner of my eye, and when I would turn to look, no one was there. Occasionally I would see a flash of black mist behind me as I brushed my teeth or did my makeup while looking in the mirror. I would hang out in my room late at night sitting on my bed which faced the bedroom door just on my laptop when I would feel someone staring at me in the pitch black hallway and I'd swear I would see an outline of a person who was too tall to be my mom. Sometimes I would call out to see if it was my mom, but never got a response or I'd shine my phone's flash to see no one standing there. Maybe it's because I had dealt with spirits before, but I never really felt a bad energy from this spirit. I always just felt that he was curious. 
One day my mom had come into my room because she said something had tapped her on the shoulder and thinking it was me pranking her or something she came to see. But I was asleep as it was early in the morning. Later we were talking about ghosts and I mentioned what I had experienced and her eyes got wide as she had been experiencing similar things. What had confirmed this thing's existence for us both was when I told her that I would often feel the entity sit on my bed in the middle of the night. The reason I never thought much of it before was that I had a cat who always slept at the end of my bed each night, so I always thought it was him. That was until my mom, who always kept her door closed so the cats couldn't get in, told me that she often felt the same thing. I've had a few other instances happen since then, such as a haunted closet in the next apartment I lived in, but not much else recently. The place I live in now is ghost-free, though I have seen one figure in the dark before. I think they were just passing, as I haven't seen them since. Well, Elena, that all sounds truly terrifying. And I don't know if it's worse or better that your siblings and your mum had experienced similar things. I guess better, right? Because it means that you're not alone in experiencing it. But then worse because it also means that it's probably real. It sounds like you are incredibly brave, though, because I just don't think I'd care whether an entity was curious or not. I don't care if you're benevolent because I I don't want you around. Like if you're knocking around and you're just curious and want to know what's going on, good for you. But stop knocking things off the counter. Stop being a black mist knocking around the place. Stop staring at me through the bedroom door in the darkness of the hallway. If you want to be curious, just be curious from a distance where I don't know that you're there. Anyway, back to Elena. You are very brave. I would definitely be screaming constantly while I was typing this if I had to go through all of that. Like, I don't want to be seeing shadow figures floating around your room or faces of old men and women really angry. Oh, no, thank you. And story number two comes from Jill. I wrote in about my dad's visit after he passed. It was mini episode number 157, White Lightning. You asked me to write in if my dad came to visit again and here is what happened in 2021. I'm still living in my house in Alameda, California. I have four kids and all have flown the coop but the youngest. Since the kids are all getting older I wanted to update my living trust. I had some decisions to make and wanted to think about them for a few weeks before I changed anything in the trust. When my dad passed in 2007 I kept a few of his Catholic saint medals and kept one of his on top of a small decorative box in my bathroom on the windowsill. I'm not Catholic and never looked to see which saints were on the medals, but they helped me feel connected to my dad because they were his when he was living. The saint medal in my bathroom has sat on top of the box on the windowsill since 2007. I've never moved it. The metal is small and the picture and the writing are too small for my eyes to see. I'm one of the weirdos who likes to put on my paranormal podcast and clean my house when nobody is home. Cleaning is meditative and I like the end result even if it only lasts two days. On this particular day I was thinking a lot about how I wanted to modify my living trust but I couldn't come to a definitive decision. I live in a 1913 craftsman. My bedroom can be accessed via a long hallway or through the bathroom which is the route we most commonly take. My bathroom is neat and not cluttered. I had taken up the cosy floor rug to wash so the black slate floor was bare. I walked into the bathroom and dropped a pile of folded clothes on the sink counter because I was too lazy to put the clothes all the way into my bedroom. I went out of the bathroom and cleaned the kitchen and then returned to the bathroom. 
As I walked in, I saw the saint medal on the floor, about four feet from the box it had been sitting on for the last 14 years. It was silver on a slate floor, so it was easy to spot. Now I can tell you without doubt that the saint medal was not blown or pushed off the box. It has been in the same location since around 2007. I picked up the medal and couldn't read it because the detail is so small. I took a photo with my phone and blew up the photo to see what it says. Turns out it is St. Matthew. I had no idea who St. Matthew was so I googled him while standing in the bathroom and here is what Google says. St. Matthew is the patron saint of accountants, tax collectors, bankers, custom officers and security guards. Needless to say, I was taken aback when I learned that St. Matthew was the patron saint of accounting and taxation when I'm struggling to update my living trust. I said, Okay, Dad, I appreciate you showing me the medal, but now what am I supposed to do with this information? At this point, for some reason, I knew my dad was telling me that whatever decision I make, it would be okay, and that if in the future I want or need to change my living trust, I can. I simply can't explain how the medal came off the box and ended up four feet away from where it rested since 2007. I put it back on the box where it stayed until this happened. Although this may not be paranormal, it is kind of weird. My 85-year-old mom spent an overnight at my house. She was getting ready for bed and unbeknownst to me, put her hearing aids in the little decorative box where the St. Matthew medal sat on top. In the morning, I saw that the St. Matthew medal was gone and her hearing aids were in the box. I asked my mom if she saw the medal on the box and she said she did not. I was a bit bummed out because it has sentimental value and it was nowhere to be found. I searched my bathroom, my bedroom and hallway thoroughly with no success. About a week later I decided to use my dousing crystal to try and locate the medal. I was in my bedroom and asked if the medal was in the bathroom and it motioned horizontally which means no. I asked if the medal was in my bedroom and it again motioned horizontally. I then asked the crystal if the medal was on my windowsill and it motioned vertically which means yes. I looked on all the windowsills on the inside of my bedroom and bathroom and it was not there. The next day I told my wife about what the pendulum said and that I could not find it on any of the windowsills. My wife said, Wait a minute. And she went to the decorative box on the windowsill in the bathroom and said, It's not in the bathroom, but it's on a windowsill. And then she got the thought, open the window. And she did. The medal was sitting on the sill outside the bathroom window. My wife sometimes just knows things. And she said she had the thought to go to the bathroom window and then received the thought to open the bathroom window, not even knowing there was a sill on the outside. I placed the metal back on the decorative box where it has stayed put for the last seven months. Hello, Jill. Welcome back to the podcast. It really does sound like somebody's trying to communicate with you. How interesting is it that in the last couple of weeks we've had different different patron saints popping up and I don't mean it's interesting in a religious way I mean it's interesting in a in a coincidence kind of way that we've had two patron saints I actually knew that Matthew was the patron saint of like money accountancy tax tax collectors all that kind of stuff but it is really interesting that in that moment where you're worrying about all that financial stuff that the metal seems to fall off the box that it's lived on for years and years and years And then you suddenly realise that it's Matthew. Oh, and he's the patron saint of money and tax and all that kind of stuff. 
And listen, if your dad's going to communicate with you, he's going to communicate with you in times when you need help and guidance in making a decision. And it's always good to know that the decision you're making, it's going to be okay, regardless of what decision you make. I'm also really glad you found the medal because, you know, having those things of sentimental value and then losing them is horrendous. And and how brilliant that your wife was able to kind of go, hang on a second, windowsill in the bathroom, but not inside, outside. Oh, so good. I love when people just know things or they get a sudden flash of this is where this thing is. I just know it is. Love it. Anyway, it sounds like your dad is still well and truly looking out for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And story number three comes from Renata. Me and my husband have been together since 2012. In October 2017, my husband's mother died almost two years before we got married. The morning after she died, the whole family gathered at my husband's uncle's place and eventually said uncle's wife noticed her watch had stopped the moment my mother-in-law had died. Me and my husband got married in August 2019 and even though I am usually a person who would rather be half an hour early than two minutes late for anything, of course I was running late for the ceremony in the church. I got there two minutes late I know this because my husband checked his watch as I walked through the doors. The ceremony went smoothly with all of the things a ceremony should contain and we had a nice after party. Eventually, during the after party, my husband was going to check the time but realised his watch had stopped the moment I entered the church. He told me and I broke down. My mother-in-law was with us during our wedding. It had been a huge sorrow for me not to have her there during the planning so I know that she was with us and it was a lovely thought. In November 2020, we had our first child, a little girl, who we named after both our mothers. We rarely talk about my mother-in-law to her, since she doesn't quite understand the being dead thing yet. This spring, when visiting my father-in-law, my daughter came running from the hallway, scared, because she had seen someone she didn't know. A few days later, she started talking about Grandma, She called my mother Momo, so we started wondering. We then found a picture of my husband's brother with their mother. We showed it to our daughter and asked who was in the picture. It is Uncle Stian and Grandma. After this, I have known that she will always be with us. Yet another beautiful story about the loss of a loved one and them coming back after they have passed away. I'm really interested in this phenomenon of clocks stopping, watches stopping when somebody passes away. 
And we are not alone in being curious about this. So I've been reading a report from the Psychical Research Foundation about this particular phenomena. And it seems that they interviewed staff, so nurses, doctors, caregivers from different care homes and hospitals. And they found that a third of those staff reported uh, watches or clocks stopping at the time of somebody's death. And there are anecdotal reports of people who their watch has stopped and then they realised it was the same time that their sibling died in another house or another town or another city or sometimes another country. So it is this kind of crazy phenomenon. And I think it's really beautiful that it happened again when your husband saw you just as you were entering the church about to walk down the aisle. What a way for your mother-in-law to say, I'm here, I'm here and I'm seeing this too and I'm happy for you guys. And I mean, less good with your daughter saying that she's seeing your mother-in-law. Little bit freaky, also comforting, but slightly freaky. Thank you so much for listening to today's mini episode. Thank you to Elena, Jill and Renata for sending in your stories. Remember, the last story came from July the 29th, 2023. And if you would like to send in your story, you can do so by emailing it to reallifeghoststoriespodcast at gmail.com. You can also check out the website reallifeghoststoriespodcast.com. And if you are desperate for some extra content, you can subscribe to the Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash reallifeghoststories, where for $5 a month or $2 a month, you get access to heaps of extra content, as well as every single main and mini episode complete ad free and on that note i shall see you next time planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.